Hey everybody and welcome to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. I'm Tim, I'm your host for today's conversation, but before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about a new resource we've developed with our friends at Youth and Children's Work magazine called Leadership 101. It's a brand new YouTube series designed to help busy youth and children's ministry leaders invest in their leadership development. There's 10 10-minute episodes covering topics like how to lead a volunteer team, giving and receiving feedback, how to lead change, and, and a whole load more. So head over to youtube.com forward slash Limitless Elim, where you'll find a, a Leadership 101 playlist there. I, I'm really hoping that this new content is going to help you develop your gifts and sharpen your skills and flourish as a leader. And I know that today's conversation is going to do just that. So let's get on with the podcast. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. I'm here once again with Ali Martin from Soul Survivor. Ali, welcome. Thank you. Hello. Uh, if you missed last month's episode, you are going to want to go and download that one and listen to that one before you listen to this one because we are partway through a conversation about effective preaching in a youth context. Last month, we talked about preparation of a message. We talked about how we structure a message and how we allow the text to inform that structure. Uh, So you're going to want to go back and listen to that one. But in this month's episode, we will be discussing the delivery of an effective message for young people. So, Ali, let's get straight into this. Yeah. Um, And where I want to start is with blind spots. Okay. So what are some of the things that you've seen either in yourself and in other communicators that um, are are kind of blind spots for us in the delivery of of a message what are some what are some of the ticks some of the you know the things that we we can get wrong sometimes that we should be aware of great i think one thing that is often a blind spot particularly for experienced speakers is the blind spot that is delivery matters you know that when you're working from the word of god it's like surely that's all that you know and the material is so good that that's all but of course we know this from listening to people that um delivery really affects our decision to engage and to stay engaged absolutely so what's the point of having amazing material if your audience aren't listening to you and they say that about um, 90 percent of our communication is not the words we use but the way we deliver it so so important so i think that's the first blind spot one of the other ones I see is that we all naturally learn our delivery from the people that we admire and respect or the culture that we've been immersed in. And so then what people don't realise is that they have picked up habits without even realising it from yeah. other people. Yeah. And so whether that is, you know, the classic sort of vicar intonation, you know, very sing-song, very measured, I don't really <laughs> sound like, you know, and it's like, what am I even talking about? Or perhaps you've got like the more, uh, like youth, the typical youth worker, youth leader of like, and guys, the thing is, we need to know that God really loves us and it's like <laughs> I know I know you know <laughs> or whatever it is but we've all got it you know yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I think so some, some, some of those blind spots are actually in, in the voice yes and, and how we use it yeah totally yeah. and so I you know I think then it's like recognising we've probably picked up some bad habits along the way yeah. we've probably been heavily influenced by the culture that we, yeah. we're in um, and there's the things that we will that are very particular to us um, that people don't know so whether it is the um ands you know mm kind of yeah and so oh we, yeah so you, using those as kind of <laughs> using those as punctuation exactly uh, mm, you know yeah it's like 
yeah, really, you know, using those words. And, yeah. Yeah, that's And we do it unconsciously. Yeah. And so I think the best thing with delivery is to... Um, is to listen again to ourselves. Now, I want to say on this, this is for me a very hot topic at the moment yeah. because I had, a, I've been speaking a long time, but I hadn't realised I'd fallen into some really bad habits that were affecting my delivery and people's engagement. Yeah. And actually, it was interesting. It was after the summer, I was chatting to Mike, who's my boss and friend, and he said, can I give you some feedback? And I always want feedback. It's how we do it. And he just said, I, I, I've been wondering for a little while, what is it? But there's something that's not quite working in your delivery. And he said, finally, like the penny dropped for me. And he gave me some feedback. And he said, what you need to do is go listen to yourself again. And I haven't done that for a little while, I'll be honest. So listen to yourself again and see it for yourself and it's what I always say to other people I always say I can give you this feedback but until you hear it yeah. it won't land in you and yeah. until it and then if it doesn't land in you you're not going to be able to make a change yeah. so I've been doing that and it's not comfortable I've been listening especially as the talk I was listening to I did in front of 5,000 people so it's not like <laughs> yay but I'm Alex, so glad I was you not said what it was you okay oh what the problem was <laughs> yeah, okay yeah. so um, I'm oh, it's so annoying to listen to my <laughs> Myself. I'm really sing-songy and I'm I'm speaking too high in my register so it's like um, I'm trying to think if I can do an impression of myself which is weird because I am <laughs> me but um, and the thing is that God he he calls us da, da, and I'm higher in my register and I don't land my sentences they're too long often I don't do um uh, and all of that what I do do is I overuse the word and and so then everything I'm saying flows into the next thing. So I'm like... Uh, okay, so you've got a really long sentence. Really right, long yeah. sentence. And even like paragraphs are joined together with and. Yeah. And the thing is, what God wants us to know is... Nah, 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 uh, nah. And then we do this. And nah, nah, so nah, nah, you don't nah. get a, like, a punch. There's the no punch. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's no punch. <laughs> <laughs> and the sing-songy thing, essentially, there's me just mocking the sort of vicar speak a moment ago. I'm essentially doing my own version of vicar speak yeah the reason why i've always said to people to get rid of vicar speak is because it sounds inauthentic mm. it doesn't sound like you're in the room talking about something that really matters you sound like you're performing mm. and i'm like darn it <laughs> i've ended up there and now the work has to begin in undoing that yeah. um and i think some of the things i'm gonna do is i am gonna force myself every time i slip into it to stop and go back into conversational speak. So yeah. this will be what I'll do behind the scenes. Um, and I'll probably get a few people to listen. And yeah. then I'll also listen back to myself. And yeah. I'm having to choose right now to have grace for myself. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to you know, nail it overnight. But that's so good because we're all on a journey, aren't we? Totally. And we, we never become the, the, the complete communicator. And there's always something we can learn. You yeah. know, by listening back, by getting feedback from others. By, yeah. I think even better, actually, watching ourselves back yeah. if it's been filmed. Or if we can film ourselves. Yeah. Because then we doing. notice the... I keep putting my hand in my pocket or, mm -hmm. you know, I keep touching the same part of my body yes. or I'm looking at my notes too much. Yeah. Uh, those kind of tips, which we, we don't notice just by listening as well, do we? Yeah, I have this helicopter hand. So my right hand tends to spin <laughs> in seconds. And it's like, if you, again, you watch it back and yeah. suddenly that's all I can see. And yeah. so... Well, you know, the thing I used to do that mm -hmm. I learned from watching myself back, as painful as it is, as you said, yeah. was... Um, uh, I knew that it wasn't good to be rooted to the spot. 
right. uh, and never move. Uh-huh. Uh, but what I noticed that I started doing was just pacing up and down, mm-hmm. uh, up and down, which, <laughs> you know, like a, like a swinging kind of clock yeah. and, and never anchoring myself. And I noticed that that was, um, it, it, it was less boring, but it was more annoying. Yes. <laughs> so What it is, is people actually pick up your sense of unrest. Yeah. And it's the same way that in me never breaking up a sentence, never landing, people can't pick out the definition. Yeah. In watching, and it's a really common thing that people do. They yeah. pace, either because exactly what you said, you know that it's better than being rooted to the spot. Also, the other reason why people pace is because they've got they're nervous. They've yeah. got adrenaline in their system, which wants to come out. Yeah. And so, one of the ways it might come out is through movement. Yeah. The trouble is, is if they're constantly moving, people will begin to feel in their own bodies yeah, it's good. this sense of um, yeah unrest. I don't know yeah. how else to put it. And they need us to pause with our bodies right. as much as they need us to pause. In our, our words. words, yeah, and that's exactly it. That's down. what I had to learn to do. I had to learn to to to, to walk across the, the the platform or you know the stage, or whatever it is, and then to stop yep. and to say something, and then have to say something, then move again, go somewhere else, and then stop, and then have a have a center point which I would return yes. to and stop. And so that's been part of my journey. Is right. okay, identify that blind spot. Yeah. And the other one that you you helped me with because I asked you for some feedback, um, not from this summer but from the summer before. Mm. And you, you, you pointed out to me something I hadn't noticed before, which was that I had lots of like really passionate, about, I'm very excited about this. And then I had lots of, and now I'm speaking in hushed tones because this is really, really important. Yeah. But I didn't have a lot of the conversational stuff like you and I yeah. are, are talking now. And that yeah. was so helpful. And I really took that on board. You really did. Um, you got rid of it. Yeah, well, <laughs> which I'm is amazing. And try to bring more of that. Yeah. You know. Um, you said something else earlier, uh, a few moments ago, which mm-hmm. I just think is so important, and, and you s- spoke about being authentic. Yeah. And um, that is, it's so obvious, isn't it, when a communicator is putting on a show. Yeah. Or they're trying to speak like somebody else, yeah. and it's not authentically them. Yeah. You can just tell, can't you? You can, t- you can tell a mile off. Mm-hmm. And um, just learning who you are and how you communicate and... And being true to that is, is so important, isn't it? Yeah. Because we, we are all different. And the best way to preach is not like the best preacher you've heard. Totally. The best way to preach is the best version of you. Yeah. You, yeah speak, great. Speak, speak to that a little yeah, bit. And how, how you've had to learn that in yourself. Yeah, I think... Um, and I think young people can smell a lack of authenticity oh, yeah. quicker than yeah. any. So I think that's, I think that's absolutely away, right. Yeah. I think, you know... Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? That you definitely have to find that for yourself. And often we are just influenced. There are people that we just love and respect. And yeah. so naturally... And so it's learning to take the good. It's exactly it's learning to take the good from them. So often when I reflect on, for example, Mike Lavarch's speaking, one of the things that I love is he always speaks from the heart. Yeah. You know, structure... Oh, my gosh, he wouldn't have a clue. We were talking about structure <laughs> last month. And we made this... You know, we talked about this stream of consciousness. Well, that is Mike. You yeah. know, he starts speaking... Speaking, and then he'll speak for 40 minutes and by the end you've got somewhere but you don't quite know how you got there <laughs> but he, he keeps people captivated because he speaks to real people yeah. about real things and he, he, he never I don't know how he does this but he never is dissociated from why this matters and not just why this matters in a big picture sense but why this matters for you and so hearing him speaking loads of different contexts you know I've heard him speak to our church to young people to leaders to all all sorts 
always his messages are tailor-made for that person because he's always thinking this is who you are this is where you're at so i'm trying to what i when i listen to mike rather than thinking about his delivery which is so unique to him Mm. i'm thinking what do you do brilliantly that i can learn from yes i'm gonna i'm gonna remember right i need to make sure that i'm speaking from the heart and i'm speaking to this particular group of people that's good when i listen to andy i'm learning different things Mm. and so i think what we need to do is instead of just going i like that speaker he or she is really good i want to be like them is i like that speaker he or she is really good what is it about their message that is so good and what can i take from them yeah well that's so good because that you know there is a fine line between inspiration and imitation great and and what you're talking about there is is how we can rightly be inspired by other communicators without completely imitating them and adopting their style i love that that's so helpful to to, to listen to people and to watch people and to and to say what is it about that and how and how can i apply that to to my style the danger of course though is that we can never hear a message for its content and we're always (laughs) (laughs) as communicators and we're always listening to try and improve our own communication rather than actually letting god speak to us but that's 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 another thing i think authenticity as well where that where that hits the road is i believe that people not only want authenticity but they are attracted to it mm. and that actually for us at Soul Survive one thing that is always important to us in our speaking is that we will be real and like and obviously this requires um what you can't just tell everyone everything. We all know that. You yes. know, there's an appropriate way that we're real. But if we have walked through something, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about. I've talked yeah. about depression. I've talked about singleness. Andy would talk about his, you know, uh, sort of breakdown in mental health a few years ago. And obviously, you know, that's not something we're just giving on a stage in order to be effective. But there's a sense of this is how the Lord yeah, met me through very, this. Yeah. And I think in any message, I'm looking for that element. Of authenticity in myself. I will not speak on last um, in the last month's podcast. We were talking about a talk I did on distraction. I will not speak on distraction without talking about. For me, this is a struggle that I am in right now. Not ten years ago, but right now, God is trying to teach me how to avoid yeah. distraction. That, that's interesting, though, because there is a, there is a point where that is becomes inappropriate. Yes, right? and, and where's that line? Where's that yeah. line of? Um, is it is it when my healing depends on the audience's responses to what, Ooh, I'm, what I'm saying? Is that yeah. is that when I know I shouldn't be sharing something? Where yeah. how people react to what I'm sharing will influence my journey through it? Is is that yeah. how we know that, that it, think, we shouldn't be sharing something? I think there's a when when, when are you oversharing? When yeah, you, when you're oversharing. Yeah. I think one of the things I'll always say to someone else if they were asking me, "Hey, I want to share this story," I'll ask, "Are you ready to?" Like, does this feel like something that actually taking the lid off this and you can never put it back in the box again once you've shared from a stage? Is that, particularly if it's something very personal, are you at that stage where it doesn't hurt anymore? You know, where, or where you're sharing something that um, is already held by safe people. So I think sometimes we need to check that with the people that are closest to us. And then there's also the degree at which we share. So um, if I'm talking about distraction, I will talk about, for me, it looks like this, but I will, I won't tell them every single way that it affects me. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, and, and there's, so I think there's got to be a sense of um, maturely looking at that subject and going, 
does this cost me too much to share it? Is, yeah. And what's the line in that? And I think, again, last month, we talked about how this process is done with the Lord in intimacy with him. And I think yeah. being open to the Spirit to say, I, I want to... I want to help other people know that they're not alone mm. in not being perfect yeah. and that there is a way through this. Yeah. Um, but first of all, I want to check in with myself, with the Lord, and with one or two other people that I trust. Yeah. If it is something particularly... Most of the time, though, it's not stuff that is like major emotional well, or, or sin say. stuff. Most of the time, it's yeah. just like, this is life. Yeah. This is me as a mum shouting at my kids on the way yeah. to school. This is real me, yeah. and I will let you see an element. Of, so it depends know. on the content. Yes. Because if it's, you know, if it's, hey, you know what, I'm going to be really honest, I've, I've been struggling in, in my prayer life this month because I've been too distracted by um, the newest series on Netflix or whatever. Yeah. That's one thing. Yeah. But it's another thing to say, you know what we're really struggling in our marriage right now we totally. really don't know what to do about it totally <laughs> you would you you would say hey you know uh my wife and i my husband and i we went through this season in this time and yeah. this is how we journeyed through it and the people yeah. you would share that and that's yeah. what that's appropriate vulnerability isn't it appropriate vulnerability but i think that's say, it how do you right now we're in a mess and we don't know what to do <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah. yeah absolutely i think appropriate vulnerability which of course is not a line in the sand that you can it's one that has to be discerned yeah. with any yeah. one thing yeah. um and it's yeah at the same time, in the summer, this summer, Andy Croft was speaking in front of, yeah, thousands of young people. And he, as part of his talk, mentioned something to do with porn, I guess, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. And I just saw that in him being able to say that, yeah. I saw what it did there. Yeah. And so, yes, there was a cost in vulnerability. Yeah. Because that was heard by multiple, multiple thousands. It's online. It's out there, you know. Yeah. But, and obviously, he he decided that that cost was worth it. It wasn't news to him or news yeah. to the people around him that loved him. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But the, what it did in that moment in terms of bringing freedom and a loss of shame and Good. a loss of isolation Good. was worth the authenticity. Mm. So appropriate, appropriate vulnerability, um, but the appropriate vulnerability can lead to all kinds of ministry for me often leads back to yeah. oh my gosh I felt able to step into this message because they were real yeah so good that's so good it's really good this this is really helpful stuff Let, yeah. let's let's finish up with yeah. just some of your top tips for delivering a message so youth leaders listening what yeah. is the thing you'd want to say to them be aware of this yes make sure that you do this yeah here are the key ways to kind of deliver a, a great message okay Top tips. Top tips, I would say, uh, people don't always like this one, but rehearse. And I'm not saying for the rest of your life, and I'm not saying for every single message, but I think doing a talk to an empty room or to one or two yeah. people is invaluable. Yeah, I always do that, Ali. Always. Yeah. And you can yeah. tell, like, when you're getting up there, you're not having that moment of, oh, no, that bit didn't belong there. You know, yeah. there, there's some things that we can only hear and hone in our delivery when we actually do it, when we yeah. release it from our notes or whatever those yeah. things look like or from our brain depending on how we prepare yeah. so do it That's out right. loud yeah. and sometimes I hear people say oh gosh I really bored myself then you should not be having that revelation when you're stood in front of a group of people yeah. that are giving you their time and if you've practiced it before you've heard it in your kitchen or exactly. in your bedroom or whatever and so you can go back to the message take that pick out bring in an illustration to, to help with the rhythm illustration, of engagement illustration huge yeah. if you're 
boring yourself, absolutely, throw in an illustration, even if it's just a couple of lines, like, yeah. oh, it's like I fell across a smushy pear the other day. I don't know. Like, <laughs> bad example. But it will change your <laughs> it will change your voice. It will lift something. So rehearse. For me, the way that I write out my notes is I use things like bold, italic, colour, highlight, that sort of thing. Mm. That should come across in my speaking. Mm. That Yeah, most of the time it should be black, boring type. You know, I, this is Ali just, yeah, talking. Conversational bit. Exactly. Yeah. But then they should hear the italic. They should hear the underline. They should hear the break in paragraph. Mm. And as I mentioned earlier, the break in paragraph has been one of the things that yeah. I have been doing wrong. And I've probably probably been adding far too much bold italic <laughs> into my delivery but I think there should be a sense so you should feel like you're using a change in pitch pace and volume that's good it's not about finding one of those three things there should be a variety in pitch sometimes higher in your register and other times a little bit lower um, there should be a change in your pace so yes there'll be times where you are quite pacey there's some energy you're talking about this because this is exciting or whatever yeah, yeah. but there are times where you want some space around your words so they can hear and yeah. hold on to those words that, that's good that's so good because when we think about monotone we think about somebody speaking like this and it's very very boring but if you're always speaking very high and very very quickly it's still a monotone it's just exactly. a different kind of monotone exactly so variety pitch pace and then volume so it's not always the big shouty yeah. and it's not always this intimate little message yeah. but there's a variety yeah. and if we can do a variety of pitch pace and volume and if we can rehearse I think then we'll be making some great strides yeah. towards some great delivery that's so good so helpful Ali thank you so much for you're joining so us welcome. on the Leadership Podcast I know uh, for this, I often say this when we're having conversations, but I, I feel sorry for people who are listening if they're running or they're driving because they're going to want to go back and they're going to write some stuff down and make some notes and go back over their past messages and you know make some applications for their new messages. I know this has been really helpful. So just a reminder to everybody who's listening, um, we talked about it last month, but make sure that you get the book, which is called Get It Across Loud and Clear, and also the YouTube series Loud and Clear via SoulSurvivor.com. That will help you to take this conversation much further so make sure you get a hold of that and we will see you next time on the limitless leadership podcast thanks so much for listening to the limitless leadership podcast and thank you much more so for all you are doing to invest in the lives of young people where you are you know i cannot think of anything more important that you could give your life to than passing on the gospel to the next generation so keep going and if this content today has helped you in your journey and in your youth ministry, then why not share it with another youth leader you know? You could, you could do that, of course, by sharing it on, on your socials. You could do that by rating and reviewing it in your podcast provider, which helps to get it out there. And stay in touch with us on our social channels. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and Snapchat, all at Limitless Elim. And we'll see you next time on the Limitless Leadership Podcast.